Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. in the last week of 2022. And listen, if you are listening to this and it's 2023, I can tell you that what I'm going to talk about in today's episode is appropriate and relevant no matter what time of year you're in. I'm going to teach you and show you, share with you what I do at the end of every year to close it out. And some of you have heard it before and you've probably not done it because you think, oh, I'll do it later. And then later never happens. But no matter when you're listening to this podcast, please hit the pause button and grab a journal, grab something to write with because I'm gonna give you the four steps that I do every single year. I have done this for probably... I would bet you it's close to 20 years, maybe. I've done it every single year. And I look back on, I have the same system that I have for keeping track of this. And I I look back on my notes of what I, when I go through this exercise with you, I'm gonna tell you how to do it. But when I go back and I look at my notes, I think, oh my gosh, those were the silliest things that I thought that I wanted to do. And you'll see what I'm, what I'm talking about here in a minute when I go through it. But I look back and I, and I, it makes me so grateful because I look back at where I was and where I am now. And I, I swear to you, I'm telling you that the progress that I both personally and in my business, and I own several businesses, all of those things The success of those things and my continued forward movement is in large part due to this exercise that I'm going to teach you about today. So this is the last week of 2022. Our office is closed. So my staff, my team, they've got the week off if they want it. Sometimes they pop in and do a few things because it's quiet and, you know, you get more done when the phone's not ringing, right? But they're in, they're doing a little bit here and there, but in large part, we're kind of off for the week. So it's a great week to just be thoughtful and reflective and, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, you know, Christmas is over. Uh, But it's just such a great time to just be thoughtful. And if you've joined me inside Clinical Business Academy, you know that we made massive progress this month in getting your 2023 calendar planned out. So if you still would like to join, if you don't know about it and you're not sure, you still can. You can jump into Clinical Business Academy with us next year. We're going to dive in and get, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire and we're going to get serious about growing your business. But what I want to talk to you about today is uh, how to kind of close out the year or whenever you're listening to this. So I have this four-part strategy that I've done, and it just works every time. So here we go. I'm going to break it down for you. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to, before you take this, uh, do this journey with me, get your notebook, get yourself all situated, but I want you to pat yourself on the back first. We often don't stop to just get quiet with the success that we've had. And it, you may not have had the success that you wanted to have. So let's say you had, you know, you wanted to make $500,000 this year and you only made 150. Okay, fine. But what would what, you make the year before? What was your goal? Well, maybe before that you did 50 and now you're at 150. You see, you, you recognize the wins and you pat yourself on the back for the win. Even if you didn't make your big, hairy, audacious goal, 
you still pat yourself back on the back for the win. The fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you're serious about growing your business. Good on you. You may have hired your first person or you may have, you know, entered into a new relationship or you married or you got out of a bad relationship or you, you know, paid off your kid's college or whatever it is, you know, pat yourself on the back because we've all done some hard things, some scary things, some big things this year that deserve to be recognized. So I want you to know that I recognize you. I know that if you're listening, that you are someone who is serious about making a difference in the world and also making a difference in your practice. So now I'm going to talk to you. Here's what we're going to do. So you pat yourself on the back first. Here's what I want you to do. Step one. This is the hardest one, but it's, it's a fun one. I want you to make a list of 100 tolerations. Now I'm going to tell you what a toleration is. Your tolerations are the things that you're just simply tolerating. Now, I know that like sounds like a not a thing like you go, well, yeah, duh. But here's how this plays out in your life. When we have things that we just, quote, tolerate, those become energy sucks. They're like little energy leeches. So a toleration might be uh, a closet that's over full of clothes that you haven't worn in five years. Hello, ladies. Anyone listening? Your clothes, they don't fit. They're maybe too big, maybe too small, or they just may be out of style. And listen, if you have a shirt in there that you have not worn in one year, could we please just gift it to someone? Could we do the Marie Kondo? I think that's her name, where she folds them up and she's grateful and does the whole gratitude thing and then sends them off and blesses them and sends them off to their new home. Like, let's clear some energy. Let's get some of these tolerations cleared up. So these, this list of 100 tolerations, the first 50 are pretty easy, maybe up to 60. Some of you are a hot mess enough <laughs> that you can get to 70. The last 30 are hard, but do it. Hold yourself to it. And I will tell you, this is the cheater way. The tolerations at the very end, I am so over it. I'm like counting the lines, you know, and I'm so over it that I actually put on tolerations like toleration is like. Uh, you know, not wiping the stove down at the end of the day or something. I mean, I, I kind of make stuff up for the last 10. I'm just going to warn you because it's hard. But this act right here will give you so much freedom, so much freedom. Because what happens when you bring attention, when you bring your mind's attention and then you actually write it down, please do not type this. This is not a computer thing. This is a write it down. If you have a journal, I love the full focus planner. I sometimes will write them in the back of my full focus planner and then I transfer them to my other system. But wherever you're going to write them, write them down. But the act of writing them down, you know, creating it, getting it in your head, getting it down on paper, your brain automatically goes to work to try and solve it because you've identified it as a problem. It's something you're tolerating. And your brain goes, oh, no, we don't like this. This is not, no, 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 we're going to fix this. I'm, I've seen it happen at, over and over and over again. Something that I've tolerated for so long, I will write it down. And it's just one of those like, oh, I need to, whatever it is. And I just, I write it down. And I say, okay, that's it. I'm going to just write it down as toleration. And I don't think about it again. It's just on the list. That's all. I will tell you that probably 50% or more of these tolerations will be handled a year from now. 
I tell you, you will naturally just start resolving them because your brain is now at work trying to find a solution for these things that are irritating you because that's what your brain wants to do. It wants to be at rest and at peace and it wants to solve problems. Our brains are constantly solving problems for us. When you write down that this is a problem for me, your brain just goes to work and without you even realizing it, you will solve the problem. So the first coach that I ever hired And she irritated me so bad because she was pushing on me about using a calendar. I remember at the time she said, you know, you need to, your day needs to be, you know, governed by your calendar. You need to like own your time. And I remember telling her, I will never let a calendar run my life. I'm independent. I'm like, oh, geez. And I look back at the things that I said to her. She probably just rolled her eyes at me all the time. And so she's the one that taught me this trick about the hundred tolerations. And I have used it ever since. So thank you if you're listening, Christine. Um, You were amazing. And I'm sorry I put you through that. Okay, moving on. So you're going to first write down a list of 100 things that you're tolerating, okay? It could be a button that needs to get sewed on a jacket. It could be um, a, a junk drawer that just needs to be cleaned out. It could be a closet that needs to be cleaned out. It could be you just need to deep clean your washing machine or you want to, you know, a toleration is the things in your refrigerator that are 44 years old, you know, expired like in, you know, 20, 2001, So whatever the toleration is, and the toleration can be anything. It could be something you're tolerating in your financial life. So let's say you're tolerating not keeping your bookkeeping up, or you're tolerating not putting money in savings, or you that's just an irritation to you. It's just a toleration. Don't do that. We don't want tolerations. We want things, we want energy and we want space. We want things out of our space that are going to be those energy leeches, those tolerations. Okay, list of 100. That's number one. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to write down 30 wins from 2022 or whatever year. And and listen, again, doesn't matter when you're listening to this. I just want you to write down 30 things, 30 big wins. What were your big wins? Now they can be in any area of your life. Could be that you and your spouse started to go to marriage counseling. That's a win. Write it down, own it, take it. Yes, it's yours. Could be a win that you got a very grumpy teenager out of the house and off on his way to college and you are now happy because this grumpy teenager is out of your house. Spoken from experience. Uh, Sorry, kids, if you're listening. So you, whatever your wins are, could be a win in business, could be a win in your, uh, in physical health. Like maybe you lost weight or maybe you started exercising. Like I just started to go to Pilates not very long ago and it's been on my bucket list for so long. But the first time I wrote it down was last year, this time. And it just kind of kept niggling around in my head. I just need to go to Pilates. I just need to go to Pilates. I just need to go to Pilates. Finally, I just said, that's it. I'm done. I'm done thinking about this. I'm done talking about it. Why am I still talking about it, whining about it? I'm just going to do it. And here I am a year later, I went back and looked at my list. And sure enough, it was like number 32 or something on my list. It was just a random thought. Like, ah, I tolerate that I'm not signing up for Pilates. Your brain, it could take a year. But your brain is just going to go solve it. So now your your wins are going to be kind of associated with that. You're going to just find the things that you're winning at. And you might find that if you've done this exercise before, they might be on your list from last year. So 30 wins. This is our kind of our 3-2-1 or our 30-20-10. Okay, we start with 100 tolerations. Now we're going to do 30 wins, okay, 30 of them. Whatever is a win, whatever area of your life. 
Then the 20 comes in. We're going to list, I want you to list 20 opportunities. Now, let me explain what that means. This is not an opportunity for you to buy Bitcoin or an opportunity for you to, you know, invest in someone's business or something. I'm not talking about that. I don't like the word weakness. I always look at that, at things that show up like that as an opportunity to grow or an opportunity to learn. In other words, a f- a, the, I'll call it the F word, but failure. I don't like that. Failure is just an opportunity. Something that you were maybe not quite as good at as you want to be is just an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to grow. It's an opportunity for you to go, oh, you know, I kind of suck at this whole leadership thing. Like that's kind of been my game this year. Like if I had a word or a thing that I really focused in on this year in 2022, it was to up my leadership skills in business with my team. How do I be a better leader for them? How can I show up? How can I lead them better? And let me tell you, it's been tested, especially towards the end of this year, really got tested. I got knocked down a couple couple of notches. Thought I was doing great, found out I wasn't doing as good as I thought. So is that a failure? No, it's an opportunity for me to see that I still need to work on this a little bit more. And now I know exactly where I need to work on it because it exposed that weakness. It exposed like the little chink in my armor where I could go, oh, I need to, I need to reinforce that. I need to learn a little bit more about that. So you're going to write down 30 wins. This is 30 attaboys. Then you're going to write down 20 opportunities. What are the things that you now have an opportunity? You, you, they weren't failures. And they weren't a weakness per se. It's just an opportunity for you to do something different. So an opportunity for me again this year is going to be to work on my leadership skills. Another opportunity for me is going to be to sell a business so that I can move back home to my home in Las Vegas. So I want to sell my business in Seattle. That's an opportunity for me, right? So there you go, 20 opportunities. And the last thing is once you have your wins, your opportunities, which if you want, you can put failures next to it in parentheses, but don't, if you don't need that for a memory tool to remind you what it's for. I don't want you to say failure because it's not a failure. Then lastly, we are going to do 10 new goals or what I like to call objectives. I don't really like the word goals because a goal is something that we're kind of tuned to breaking. You know, we have a new year's goal and around this time of year, what do we all do? We set New Year's goal. Everybody's going to lose weight. This is that January is the number one month of the whole year where people join the gym. And they they promote the annual memberships that year so they can take all the money and people don't go to the gym. They go for two weeks and then they're done. It's the busiest time of the year for gyms is in January. So I don't want you to think about goal. Goals are things that we quote break. Instead, I want you to think about it as being an objective, okay? An objective is something that you would look at and you go, okay, what is my objective this year? Now, I'm going to give you 12, and you might want to write these down. I'm going to give you 12 areas that you can have these goals or objectives. And these 12 areas would also apply to how you think about your wins and your opportunities. But here's where I want you to think about your 10 kind of objectives for the year. We can't have too many. And 10 might feel like a lot. And if we don't make it, it's okay. You just, but you got to write it down. Kind of like those tolerations. Once you get it down in writing, what does your brain go to work to do? To try and solve the problem. Like, oh, 
we have a goal. We got a problem. We need to do this. Okay, let's set about seeing how we can orchestrate life in the world to solve this problem. So here are the 12 areas that you can have these goals. Okay, 12 basic areas. Number one, it could be a financial goal. You might want to save more money. You want to earn more money. You want to pay off a bill. You want to buy a new car, buy a house, whatever the, the financial thing is. Okay, that's one area. Could be relational or marital. So you may have, you want to go to counseling with your spouse, or you want to make a commitment to have a date night every week, or to spend time every Saturday, your Saturday morning together, whatever that is, relational, marital. Uh, the third area is parental. So if you have children, uh, your parental goal might be to take a child on a date night if you have young kids or you want to you know, have a sleepover, whatever your parental goals are. Number four, the fourth area is social. We often kind of let social be what social is. But, you know, they say that you are the like the, the three people that you hang around with the most. So it may be that you need to change some things in your societal circle. You may say, I really want to start to cultivate different types of relationships or do different things. You know, you may always go to a certain you know, type of a restaurant, or you may have some extracurricular activity that allows you to connect with other people. And you may, it may have just out, it may be past due its prime and you may want to go and do in a different direction. That's all. So, uh, number five, I think one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Number five is a business goal. That's what I love. Like that's, that's my favorite, but setting some kind of a business goal or a business objective. What do you want to do in your business? Do you want to, hire your first person, you want to hire a VA, or you want to sell your business? Do you want to start getting, creating an exit strategy? Do you want to, you know, get, redo your new patient paperwork? It doesn't have to be some big thing that's going to take a whole bunch of time. It could be something that's just this year. I want to make sure I get X done in my business. Number six is physical health. What in your physical health, that could be another domain that you have a goal, well, as I mentioned, like the exercise gym, that kind of thing. You might have something in physical health. For me, Pilates. Yes, I'm a Pilates fan now. Uh, next up is educational or vocational. So you may have an educational goal. You may want to learn something new clinically. You may want to go back to school and take um, a college course on something, you know, something that you don't know or you want to understand. Um, I met a practitioner not long ago who said he wanted to go back and retake statistics. And I said, who ever says that? Ever. But that's just how his brain worked. He's like, I love statistics. I want to go back. I took it once. I probably didn't get most of it. I love it. I want to go back and take it again. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I would just, I would cry every day if I had to go take that class every day. But what is it that you want to learn? So there's something educational, could be related to business or not. Uh, next up is hobbies. What kind of, these are called avocational, meaning not your work, but your pleasure. So is there a hobby you want to take up? Maybe you want to learn how to play tennis or bowl or paint or something like that. Um, I scratched this one off my list a couple, three years ago when I decided that I was going to go back and take voice lessons. And I've been doing it consistently ever since. And I absolutely love it. So that was a new thing that I wanted to develop in me. So whatever that hobby or that could be one of your goal areas. And then uh, business, I said business or growth development, uh, emotional, you, there's also emotional. So you may say you want to go to counseling or you really want to work on dealing with an old trauma or a wound or a, a friendship that went bad. That could be an emotional goal. Spiritual, 
And then the last one is intellectual. I think I got all 12 of them. Um, intellectual could just be, again, kind of ties into, you know, education, but something that you want to do that's going to sharpen your mind. So anywhere you can, in these areas where you want to have a goal, these are the areas that you want to do. Not, not 10 in each one. That's too many. Just pick 10 goals, but they can be across all of those areas. Now, when you have your four things, so I'll go over them again. You have your one list of 100 tolerations and the last few are hard. I'm just warning you, but do it. It's You'll be so happy when you're at 98 and you eke out those last two. You're going to be like, yes, I did it. 100 tolerations, 30 attaboys, right? 30 wins. What'd you do? Awesome. 30. 20 opportunities to do better. 20 opportunities that you could do better. You're going to make a decision to do it better. And then 10 new goals or objectives. What is it that you want to accomplish in the coming year? So if you, again, were with us in uh, Clinical Business Academy, we lined out all of our 2023. It's not too late for you to jump in there. You can go to rondanelson.com forward slash join CBA, join CBA. And you can join us for this coming 2023 year. We are going to get serious about business growth development. And you are also yourself personally, you are going to grow as a human. You're going to grow just as an individual. As your business confidence grows, your personal has to change as well. They kind of go hand in hand. So my friend, that's it. It's what I got for you. I do this same exercise every year. I really would encourage you to do that. And when you get it done, you don't have to share with me anything that's on there. I would love it, love nothing more than if you would reach out to me either on socials, fine. You can send me an email. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you. Just let me know that you did it and what you what your big aha was maybe. Something that you say, this was like amazing because it really, really is amazing. It's worth an hour or so of your time to get this done. So cheers, my friend. Here's to an amazing 2023. I pray that it is full of abundance in every single area of your life. I am so grateful for every single one of you that are so faithful to listen to this podcast and share it. We've had great, such great feedback. If you haven't, leave us a review. It really does help. Helps the algorithm, helps Apple know that it's relevant content, but it also helps me know that I'm over the target and I'm helping you grow a better business, become a better human, be a better practitioner in every way that I possibly can. So listen, people need what you have. And if they can't find your business, if your business isn't viable, if it's not visible, then they can't, they don't, they don't know how to interact with you. So I'm committed to helping you create a business structure that allows you to practice and do your craft, your clinical craft to develop your business so that your clinical skills can shine. And that's how people find you. And then you are able to make the transformation in their lives and affect their family and their family and their family. And the ripple effect goes on and on. And that's what I'm here for. So happy new year, my friends. I'll be back with you next next week, which will be at the very beginning of 2023. So thank you again for being part of my world, part of my life. I adore every single one of you. Have a wonderful, happy new year. 